Y'all ready? Three, two, one, two. Jukebox two. What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. My name is Jay Burrito, and I'd like to welcome you as the host of Jukebox Two to my podcast, Jukebox Two. We are back again, and by we, I mean me and you, and I hope that you've been well in the last few months that I have not been here on this, uh, on this platform. I'm back on YouTube, so you can see my face. I'm on streaming services everywhere, uh, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, all of that stuff. Wherever you listen to your podcast, go get your podcast. Search Jukebox 2TWO or search my name. That is J-A-Y Burritos and bam, you'll show up here every Monday. And I plan to be here every Monday um, to bring you music, news, reviews and conversation. Today's episode is going to be uh, more of a stream of consciousness, less about specific music and more about you know me kind of getting back into the groove of podcasting and and trying to let go of the the awkwardness that is just me in a room by myself with a mixer and a new microphone and my camera and I'm just looking at the canon um, speaking to my prospective audience and people that have been looking forward to me getting back to talking about music on a regular basis but the thing that I am doing differently about this show and the thing that I have been struggling to come back to in my absence in the past few months is being vulnerable and being okay with being messy. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't mean messy like, oh, it's shady. Or I got to talk some shit about such. I mean messy as in like, I don't truly know what I'm doing <laughs> and, exactly, and exactly why I'm doing it. I mean... As a as a creator, I feel like I've been I've been a content creator in a lot of different mediums, whether it's I used to write short stories. I used to uh, try to create music back when I was in high school and college. I would draw, illustrate. And at some point I came to podcasting and I've, I've been, you know, working my way around the different avenues of content creation for years. Uh, lately, my my big my big thing has been Twitch and I've been having a really good time streaming on Twitch and getting to know community. But the biggest, the biggest uh, plus for me is I think in that process, something I didn't realize until recently in that process, I've been trying to find my voice and I don't, I didn't grow up doing a whole lot of talking. <laughs> and I know people that <laughs> people that grew up with me or people that know me might say otherwise, because I'm, I've always been a very loquacious person. I've always been a very talkative person. I can talk your ear off about anything. I don't feel like I've done a very good job of expressing myself, um, at least in these last few years of my life. Those, those that know me know that I've, I've been through some tumultuous changes between um, family passing away, between me falling out with other family members, uh, you know, relationships going left and going right. It's, it's, been a, it's been a mess, and I've been using... A lot of that as as to me, what feels like a crutch, uh, an, an excuse not to to bring to express myself, to to bring myself out of this uh, this this dark place that I'm in that I'm not really in anymore. I, I talk like I'm still in it, but I'm not. Um, I'm in a lot better place than I was a few years ago, but it doesn't feel like it. When it comes to me looking at my own consistency, when it comes to me looking at my own content, I look back at 
what I've done over the last three, four years in particular, and I find myself disappointed. I'm going to be honest. And a lot of this episode, like I said already, is going to be a stream of consciousness. I am going to talk about music. I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but um, a lot of it is just kind of me um, being honest with where I've been and letting y'all know uh, where I'm at now and just putting it out there. Because part of my problem is like, I want to be perfect, not even perfect, but I just want to be like well put together before I start putting myself out there. And I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know where. I don't know where that where that where that vibe came from. I don't know where when I started operating from that place because I know, I mean, as a as as a little idiot that was sitting on a long table with four condenser mics, like within two feet of each other, and all the mics picking up everybody else's sound. Like back in the day when it was me, uh when it was me, David, Kim, Nick, George, you know, the the, the regular crew, literally just my friends, I didn't have this problem. <laughs> I didn't mind being <coughs> excuse me. I didn't mind being the the guy that didn't know it all. Like I, I'm gonna call myself a podcaster, even though I don't have any audio experience. I'm gonna call myself a podcaster, even though it's only two people listening to my show, and one of them is me. Um, I'm gonna call myself uh, a, a hip hop head, even though I've only listened to uh, like ten albums, <laughs> like total that people would consider classics. You know what I mean? I didn't have that problem. I didn't care about my ignorance. I didn't care about uh, uh, coming from a place of like knowledge. It just, it just didn't matter. It just didn't matter. And I just came out here every week, week after week, after week, after week, regardless of who was sitting in a chair across from me. And I delivered um, some of my best work, I feel like. And I'm tired of talking about my best work as if it's in the past because it's not. I know that I have like being the person that's lived with myself for 30 years. I know that my best times, my best work is still ahead of me because I can feel myself coming into my own in a way that I never have before. And I'm tired of playing myself short and giving y'all less and giving myself less. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody out there that, that creates or doesn't create. Maybe I'm rambling at this point, but I'm just, I'm tired of being afraid of myself. I haven't been in therapy um, in about eight months now. It's been a while since I've uh, I left BetterHelp, and I'm, I need to get back to it. I want to get back to it because I feel like on my own I haven't really been doing a good job of figuring out like where all of these feelings are coming from. And then what I'm dealing with now is that like knowing where you know the hesitation, the fear, knowing where that stuff is coming from, is it gonna make me? Is it gonna make me better? <laughs> Is it, is it gonna make is it gonna make the show better? Is it gonna make me more consistent? I don't think so, to be honest. I, see, in my time in therapy, uh, I've come to learn a lot about. Um, I've been I've been putting words to how I grew up and how I was treated and how I was mistreated, and it's helped me to to understand why I am the way that I am. But that's not an automatic switch. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like Okay, because now I know why I'm acting the way that I'm acting or why I can't seem to look people in the eye all the time when I'm talking to them or why I have trouble uh, articulating my thoughts. Knowing the why behind it isn't making me move into a place of action. It isn't helping me move into a place where I've made the changes that I want to make and I'm becoming a better person. It is 
opening my eyes and being like, oh, okay, so it's not, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not just, you know, an idiot. Like people would say, I'm not, I, I don't not just have common sense. You know, it's, it's certain things about me. There's certain things that have happened to me that have kind of made me this way. There are certain things that I didn't know about myself that um, contribute to who I am as an adult. But what I have to do now, the, the conundrum that I'm in now as an adult with all this freedom and all this agency is the responsibility of doing something with that. You know what I mean? I always feel like, you know, life has meaning according to like what you make it. You know what I mean? I'm not a very I'm not a very godly person. That's not something that I also have felt comfortable saying, to be honest. Um, I've done a lot of uh, people pleasing for a lot of my life, um, whether it's family, whether it's friends, just doing a lot of what is expected of me in order to be treated well. You know, and now that I'm in this place, I'm 30. I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in. I am uh, living abundantly, whether it's like where I'm living, I have the freedom to, uh, you know, do stuff like this, just sit in front of a camera and hope that people listen to me, that people watch me. And I, and I, and I try not to take that for granted, but I also want to um, lean into it more. I feel like I'm not doing enough with it, with what I have. And that, that is the, the, the burden of personal responsibility that I'm, that I'm working through right now of that, like, okay. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I should not expect myself to be perfect. And I also know that at this point, I'm not looking for anybody to, to I'm, I'm not looking at anybody to like validate me or I'm trying not to. I feel like that's definitely been a place that I've been in for most of my life. And now I'm trying to come out of that and, and tell myself that like I'm enough that my work is good enough that what I have to say is good enough, even if I'm the only one paying attention. You know what I mean? I'm always worried about this hypothetical audience. And I, and I already got so many people that are in front of me right now, like you who's watching this right now, who's listening to this right now, who cares enough to be 10 minutes into a music podcast where he hasn't mentioned a thing about music and you're still here. You know what I mean? Like I try not to take that for granted, but somewhere in my mind, I do. I feel like... I sometimes take my friends for granted. Sometimes I take my audience for granted. I take my family for granted. And I don't give myself and other people enough credit to say, like, I'm not perfect, but you're going to meet me where I'm at. You know, that I, the human experience is messy. And I know that because I'm living in it. You know, I have 30 years of experience under my belt. That's the cool thing about experience. That's the cool thing about wisdom is that like I've, I've lived it so I know it and I know it in my bones, but it's not reflecting in my actions and I'm, and I'm ready to change that. And that's what this messy ass episode is. It's just a reflection is me trying to get all the gunk out again because <laughs> I feel like, you know, <clears throat> for those that were here, you know, back in February, we started the show like this. Um, but I think it's important that I keep coming to y'all. And just being honest about like what I'm trying to work through. So that way, if I do kind of fall back a little bit, if I do start to kind of disappear, I, I honestly, I just want to stop doing that. I want to, I want to, part of what I'm trying to introduce into my life, you know, consistency is the word. That's the big C word. Uh, I need to put out an episode every week and I will, and it's going to be great. And you guys are going to enjoy it. And we're going to talk about music and it's going to be awesome. But I want to consistently push myself 
to push past this the, the murk, the funk, the like, okay, I'm not I'm not perfect. Now I ain't gotta figure it out. I'm not always happy. Um I have to unlearn some things. I have to relearn some things. I have to uh reconcile that that with the fact that like I don't know everything. <laughs> that sometimes I try to uh put myself out there as if I am like the the expert on X, Y, and Z. And sometimes I'm not. And I've got to be okay with that. And I'm excited to bring in other people. I've got so many people at the top of mind that I want to bring in as guests to help fill in some of the gaps. Because part of the fear is, you know, the, like again, going back to the personal responsibility, it's just me. <laughs> you know, my friends will tell you all the time, um, Nick and Kim will definitely be back on the show. I mean, Nick has already been on an episode, um, but I'm excited to bring them both back at some point so we can all kind of sit down and have a little talk together in front of y'all. But my friends will tell you, uh, there will be times where I will, you know, I'm doing 99% of the work behind the scenes, whether it's buying the equipment, coming up with the topics, writing down show notes, recording it, editing it, uh, putting it out, working on social media, all that. That's me. But I'm always so quick to share credit and, and to share in a way, not even credit, share responsibility with other people because it takes some of the weight off of me where it's like, this is not my show. This is our show. And Nick would tell me all the time. And he probably gonna hit me up after this episode and say the same thing. <laughs> hey man, this is yours. <laughs> it's, and he wouldn't say that like, Hey man, this ain't got nothing to do with me. He's saying that to like validate, Hey man, you are doing all the work here. This is, th this whole thing is on your shoulders, not in a like, Oh, you know, responsibility, like, like in a, in a grandparents, like waving their fingers at you kind of way, but in like a, you have to take credit and I'm seeing this now. It, and this is how I see it is, is him and, and Kim just reminding me that like, I have to take credit for this. And without me being the genesis for this idea, without me creating this platform, without me spending countless hours making runaway jukebox, what it was. And now jukebox two, what it is. Am I, am I, am I, I need to turn off my, uh, my, my watch y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm unprofessional as, as I want to be. I kicked my wife out the studio because I told her that she'd be making too much noise. And now my, my, uh, my watch is going off. So I'm kind of embarrassed. Now she's going to listen back to this episode and be like, you kicked me out of the, you kicked me out of the studio for this. Just, just to have all the dings and pings going off in the background. I know. And I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the point I was trying to make is that. I'm always so eager to share responsibility with other people. This was not my decision. This was our decision. This was not my show. This is our show. This jukebox two is mine. This is, this is my show. I brought it back. I brought runaway jukebox back. Even though I, even though I told y'all it wasn't coming back. And there is a responsibility that comes with that. The platform that I built is in my opinion, as the person that created it, <laughs> a space for community. It's, it's a community where I can engage and express myself through music with other people that feel the same way, whether it's um, people that, that enjoy the same artists that I do, whether it's people that uh, agree with and look forward to my opinions and my takes on, a, on certain albums and want to either validate or disagree or agree or just, you know, get into arguments or what have you. But it's, it's a space. I feel like I created a space where I got to know so many wonderful people uh, and have become personal friends with a lot of y'all to uh, make this space where we can all kind of just like 
sit down, lay our burdens down. That's what the show felt like in person, and that's why we stopped doing it in person. Uh, myself, Nick, and Kim, when I moved to Charlotte a few years ago, is because for us, it was definitely about you know interacting with y'all every Monday and throughout the week, but also um, every Friday when we would sit down and record, it was like you know we got off work, we put our bags down, and we're just sitting in front of each other and we're just laughing and goofing off, and like music just happens to be the central thing that brought us together. But like outside of that, we're still friends, and. I've been grateful enough to have an audience of people and still have, hopefully, if you've made it this far, 16 minutes into this, uh, still have an audience of people and, and some people that I would now call friends that care enough about me to uh, hear what I have to say outside of just the music. I've always been a bit hesitant to share more of myself outside of what brought us together. You know what I mean? Like I can sit here, I can talk about the new Beyonce album for two hours. And sometimes I use that as a smoke screen <laughs> to not really get into like, okay, what's been going on? You know, and, and I, and that's how you, that's how you build audience is, is by putting more of yourself out there. And I don't want to be afraid to do that because I'm making meaning out of my life. This, this is <laughs> making meaning out of my life. This, this push and pull, this content creation, this podcast, Twitch, and all of this is is giving me the purpose that I feel like I've I've lacked for a long time, that I've that I've missed for a long time, that I've yearned for, and now I've got it. So, um, I just wanna I just wanna thank y'all for being patient with me, uh, whether it's listeners that have been waiting for me to get back to, hey, I, I want I miss Jay Burrito's voice once a week talking about uh, the Ghetto Guys Deluxe version. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, whether it's people that want to come on the show uh, and talk about music with me, shout-outs to Bloodbath, who will be on next week's episode. We've already got that in the can. Shout-outs to Nick Rattlehead, who will be back for another review very soon. Shout-outs to Candy Boo. Shout-outs to literally everybody else that I've got in the back of my mind that will be um, in Discord or sitting right next to me for a future episode of Jukebox 2. I'm very excited. Um, and I just I, again, I just I want to thank y'all for being patient. I want to thank myself for putting all this out here, <laughs> for making a space where we can all kind of come together and do our thing, talk about the music we've been listening to, and uh, just have a good time. I look forward to bringing you quality content, but for now, it's gonna be a little messy, <laughs> and that's just that's just how it's gonna be. And y'all are gonna appreciate it, and y'all are gonna love it, and I'm gonna love myself for putting it out there. Regardless, I go back and listen to the very first episode of my first podcast, Runaway Jukebox. And like I said, four little tiny Samson USB condenser mics going through my MacBook Pro and a USB splitter. And the sound quality is awful. <laughs> it stayed awful for going on 30 episodes until I actually uh, bought a mixer and started to learn about audio. Shout outs to the famous nobody for inspiring me and actually teaching me what the hell I was doing to a certain extent. Um, and I, I just need to be okay with that. Like life is messy. This podcast is going to be a little messy and y'all going to be okay with that. Cause you've been okay with that. It's who I've been the whole time, but now I'm leaning more into it and I'm not afraid of y'all and I'm not afraid of me. And I'm not afraid of anything else out there. I'm not worried about being judged. I don't need to be validated. I just need to create. I need to I need to create because when I create, I'm alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my Spotify library right now to give y'all a few little tidbits on what I've been listening to. I'm not gonna get into full reviews of any of this because some of these albums will be 
talking about in the future. Um, my boy uh, OG Buck Nasty had been telling me to listen to Boldy James. And I have I still haven't listened to the new album that he came out with this year, but I did go back and listen to Bo Jackson, and I like it. Um, I do want to listen to his newer album, uh, IDK. I listened to his EP, Simple, him and K. Tronada. And, you know, anything K. Tronada is on, you have to listen to. Speaking of K. Tronada, he uh, produced a new song with Anderson Pack called Twin Flame, and that shit is Twin Flames. So you need to check that out. Uh, what else I got here? Uh, Lupe Fiasco. I, this Lupe Fiasco's new album is going to be a full review. I don't know when, but sometime soon. Because if, if you haven't gone back and listened to the first episode, I'm not keen on keeping up with the rat race and like listening to whatever new album of the week comes out. I'm only interested in listening to the albums that I want to listen to or that y'all tell me that you're interested in that you think I would like for X, Y, and Z, or um, you think it would line up with blah, blah, blah. I'm not interested in like, oh, young such and such uh, released uh, an album this week, not to shit on the youngs. I'm not that, I'm not that old to be shitting on the youngs like this, but uh, I'm just not interested in keeping up with the rat race. I'm not checking the blogs and being like, these are the 10 albums that came out this week. I'm listening to all of them. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to take my time and listen to the albums that speak to me. I don't know why I listened to drill music in Zion, to be honest, because I was not a fan of Droga's Wave. I was not a fan of that album. I felt like it was very long. It was very heady. Uh, it, it was a lot of uh, Lupe Fiasco's best and worst tendencies. But I think it was something about the album cover, and it reminded me of uh, Tattoo on Youth, which is if you haven't, if you gave up on Lupe Fiasco after Lasers and Food and Liquor 2, do yourself a favor and go back and listen to 2015's Tattoo on Youth um, because that was a gem that was a return to form. And I honestly feel like this album, Drill Music and Zion, is yet another <laughs> return to form, in my opinion, because I did not like Droga's Light. I feel like we all share that opinion. Um, and I did not, I didn't care for Droga's Wave just because I, it, was, it was too long for me. Uh, but this album is 10 songs. It is the shortest album Lupe has ever made. It was made in three days. He wanted to make it in one day. It uh, exhibits the, the the Japanese principle of uh, wabi-sabi, which is, you know, like imperfection and just making something quick. And it doesn't feel that way because Lupe Fiasco is still in his 40s rapping his ass off. And he knows he, he has a central message that he's always kept. But I feel like he kept it simple and clean. Shout out to Kingdom Hearts with this album. And I really appreciate it. So I really want to get into a... Uh, a, a more detailed review of that. Um, Few Good Things by Saba. Uh, I keep forgetting that came out this year because it's already August. Um, but I'm still I'm still running that into the ground. Uh, the latest Moonchild album, and Nick is going to make fun of me because I didn't really care for the last one. But uh, Starfruit, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I need to get into it more because I, I don't like listening to jazz as purely background music. You know, some people just kind of put like, I actually enjoy Muzak, you know, like that, that music that'll be in the elevators. Like, it's like, it's like almost bossa nova. It's like, I enjoy that stuff. I enjoy the music in the supermarkets. Like when you go to Kmart and it's like, think, think the Sims one when you're, when you're trying to buy, when you're in buy mode, that's the kind of music that I like. So I don't, I don't want music like this new Moonchild album to fall back in the background. Another kind of jazzy album that I, I just started listening to today, courtesy of three things. Uh, Instagram marketing. This is the only time that it actually worked on me. Um, Anthony Fantano and my best friend uh, Denario Evans, a.k.a. Trash Boy, um, have, have been telling me to listen to this new album called Not Tight, 
by two artists, uh, Dami and J.D. Beck, who have been signed to Anderson Pack's Ape Shit label. And uh, like I said, I saw an Instagram ad for it a couple weeks ago, and I remember hearing a certain groove on it, and I was like, okay, that's, that's a little Thundercatty. I kind of like that. Let me get that. Uh, lo and behold, he is all over this album. <laughs> um, anybody co-signed by Anderson Pack, I mean, you've got to be paying attention to it. That's just how it works. Yes, Lord. Um, yes, so I've been listening to that album today, and it's it's given me, off of first listen, it's given me the golden age of apocalypse vibes. Uh, Thundercat's first album, if you've never heard that, from 2011. It is uh, full of bangers, but it, it's, it's very, like, frenetic very fast and loose like the grooves are very just like and like the drums are just going crazy and i love it um and i don't want music like that to fade into the background i really want to kind of get into it so i'm excited to to sink my teeth into that one a little bit more that and the Moonchild album starfruit um albums that i have been crazy about and running into the ground that, that again will have full reviews very soon uh gemini rights by steve lacy uh was gonna be my album of the year until a uh, another album showed up and uh whoo lord but don't get me wrong uh the steve lacy album is is my favorite steve lacy album so far out of all the eps and mixtapes and albums that he's been on and produced on uh gemini rights is i feel like he he got it he getting it he that that's the one it's very indie r&b uh, it's a little folky. It's a little like it's the jams. Sunshine with Fouché. That is one of my favorite songs of this year. Um, that that album is definitely going to get a full review. Uh, Un verano sinti by Bonnie. Uh, not only is his album fire, but I'm actually going to his concert tonight. <laughs> so, and we got good tickets too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mara Boo. She be putting me on. Uh, Danny put me on to Bad Bunny back when she didn't fuck with him, which is crazy. I'm going to save a lot of that for the review, and I, I want her to be on it, actually, so we'll probably end up doing that together. Um, but back in the day, she was not fucking with Bad Bunny, but then she came uh, she came around when he dropped a joint EP with J Balvin, who is another reggaeton um, pop star from Colombia. Um, they dropped a joint EP called Oasis, and that ran our summer through 2019, and then he dropped... That album, it's like an acronym, and I can't say it right, so I'm not going to fuck it up. But you know which one I'm talking about if you listen to Bad Bunny. Um, the one he came out with in 2020, and that one was really good. Un Verano Senti is a, it's an expansive, it, like, kaleidoscope of music. And it is so good. It is so good. <laughs> like, I used to... Um, and this is uh, kind of anti-black, but I was not really the biggest fan of reggaeton because when you hear the, you know, the and you can boil any music down to like, oh, it just sounds like this. But like that, that specific percussive rhythm, like it's not reggaeton unless you put that in there. And so when you catch on to it and you feel like you hear that in every song, it, I wasn't giving it a fair shot. Um, and it's, it's artists like Bad Bunny, it's artists like J Balvin, um, who are giving me more of an appreciation of, and it's artists like Beyonce, who we're going to get to in a second, uh, who are giving me more of an appreciation of the Dembo. Also, shout outs to Shaba Ranks, because I did not know that that's where that term came from, but we learned that together, my wife and I, because everything great comes from blackness. That's part of this. That's another thesis statement of this show. Everything great comes from blackness. Um, anyway, Un Verano Sinti, which means a summer without you, 
uh, amazing album. Going to see him in concert today. I will definitely be posting pictures and videos in the Discord and on Twitch. So that should be fun. Um, now that I think about it, I should probably stream early today because uh, <laughs> I'm going to the concert. And I'm definitely not streaming tonight, so I need to figure that out. I will do that. Um, all right. And last but not least, this is the last album I'm going to talk about uh, for today's out for today's podcast. And like I said, expect full discussions for each of these. That new Beyonce album is crack, y'all. It is, it is, it is cracked out. It is like, why, why does she do that for? I don't, I don't, I don't like long albums, but she gave us an hour and what six minutes of just an hour and two minutes of bangers, bangers. If I'm being real mean and nitpicky, I can say like. The last third isn't as strong as the first two thirds. But again, that's me looking for something to complain about, because even that is not even it, it, it doesn't fully encapsulate this album. If you have not listened to Renaissance by Beyonce for whatever reason, whether it's you hating, whether it's you're staying away from it, whether it's I'm gonna give it a little bit, stop right now. Turn me off. You're listening to Jay Burritos instead of Beyonce. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Honestly. Honestly. Think about your actions right now. Think about it. I'm looking at you. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm looking at you in the camera. Think about your actions right now and do differently. Okay? Do differently. Um, this album is empowering. This album is gorgeous from front to back. This album is dancey. This album is sexy. This album is sex. This album is dance. This album is mm, 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 with a side of yes, Lord. Whew. Don't get me started. Um, we're going to have a, a full review on that very, very, very soon. Uh, but for now, do your homework and listen to those albums and I will appreciate it. Whew. OK, uh, 30 minutes seems long enough for uh, an episode that really wasn't an episode. That's about all I'm feeling like giving y'all today. I'm, I'm a little exhausted, TBH, but I'm glad that I sat in front of this mic and put this out there. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for paying any attention to me at all. Uh, next week, we will be back with a new episode of Jukebox 2 that actually features a music review because I've already recorded it. So look forward to that. But I'd like to thank you for being here. If you enjoyed uh, what you heard today, leave a like on the video. Uh, make sure you leave five-star reviews on your podcast services of choice. Let me know what you thought about anything I said, whether uh, the music or just my personal shit. Just let me know what you got on your mind and check in with me in the comments. And you can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y Burritos. It's J-Burritos everything except for TikTok because one of you lame fucks stole my name. So um, on TikTok, I'm J-Burritalks. And soon I have TikToks on there. But for now, it's just nothing. Uh, you can find me on Twitch every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday at twitch.tv slash J-Burritos. I usually stream at night on Mondays and Thursdays, but like I said, today I'm going to a concert, so I'm actually going to be on sometime this afternoon. But uh, check me out, follow me there, subscribe if you feel like giving money my way. And just, I appreciate y'all so much. Seriously, you are my motivation for being my best self. And while I am reclaiming a lot of that for myself and making myself my motivation, it's still nice to have you here to push me uh, to be my best self. And I really appreciate you. 
and I love you, and I hope to catch you next week. All right? So that's it for me. Again, I'm Jay Burritos. This has been Jukebox 2, your favorite music podcast, uh, which was at least 20% music this time. At least. We'll do 25 uh, next week. Until then, peace. Peace.